0: time for me to take ownership I can choose how I react I can choose how I move through the world I choose to see myself I choose to get to know myself I think I'm pretty freaking awesome (laughs) like and I've gotten to that place because I'm I'm doing this work I'm taking the time to do these energy healings and this journaling and I'm not feeling guilty about taking this time because it's allowing me to get to know myself better welcome to the sensitive and soulful show if you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive you're too emotional you're just too much this is your place hi my name is Alyssa boyer and i'm a mentor for highly sensitive people my mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and this is the first time I'm ever recording the podcast on Zoom. I'm experimenting. I'm playing around with doing video. We'll see what happens, but I've just been in this like experimental phase of just... And we'll we'll really get into it in the episode. But I've just been like kind of bored with how things have been. Um, if you're an astrology person, I'm a Gemini, and I get bored really easily. <laughs> I'm like, let's change it up. Let's do new things. And so I've been feeling like, yeah, just like kind of bored with some things and wanting to change it up. So, video feels like a fun addition. Maybe I'll put this on YouTube. I don't know. Um but I'll definitely like create some reels out of this for Instagram. So it'll make no difference to those of you who are just straight up listening to the audio on, you know, whatever pla- uh, podcast platform you like, but now it's like I'm being recorded like my face is. It's weird. <laughs> it's now I kind of have to like put makeup on or I don't, but I probably will because that's just me. So We are going to be talking a lot about being seen and allowing ourselves to be seen and feel powerful. I'm just going to kind of see where this conversation goes. I very much always just kind of go with the flow and let my inspiration and my intuition really guide the conversation. Um, But I do have like a very specific kind of breakthrough realization that I had that I wanted to share with you all because I think it'll be really powerful. And something I have been just focusing on a lot and I'm going to continue focusing on is how to help highly sensitive people feel more seen and understood by people in their lives. How can we feel more seen and heard and and not like we're just living in the shadows because we're not meant to be doing that. And it literally like pains my heart and like Upsets me. It makes me feel very, like, passionate, and not. I get intense over this when I see highly sensitive people just holding back and not putting themselves out there, and and letting their sensitivity be the thing that stops them. Like, we are created sensitive because we are here to make a difference in the world. We are here to do something different. We're here to inspire things in a new way, and I know. And I'm part of my purpose here is to enliven that in you and inspire you to see your own power, your own greatness, and help you feel more comfortable being seen. So, let's get into the episode. I have so much to say. Okay, so this this whole conversation that I'm going to be sharing with you today was inspired by an energy healing session I had this morning with my friend Graciela Razor. I think that's how I say her name now. I'm like, crap, did I say her name wrong? And Graciela is actually going to be on the podcast. I don't know the the order of which these episodes are going to air, but my episode with her maybe before this one might be after. Either way, she's amazing. And so she was holding this energy healing circle this morning and the focus was on power and just like really looking at the ways that we are blocking ourselves from feeling our own power, the ways that we are ignoring our power, the ways that we're not tapped into it, like all of this. And I was really excited about this being the focus because it's something that I've really been feeling both personally and also just for highly sensitive people. So I wanted to share what came through for me from this session because I have a feeling it will resonate with many of you. And I have my like journal, my notes in front of me that I took after this, this session because it just like poured out of me. It just was like so much just insight and wisdom that came through. So for me as a kid, I sometimes felt invisible. And I felt like when I was seen by people, it was for the wrong reasons. I feel like I kind of made myself invisible because. The things that I was seen for were not the desirable things. So let me explain. In my family, they would see me often as this girl with like big emotions and having big reactions and just being kind of dramatic. And oh my gosh, Alyssa is so much. She's so much. Like that was always kind of the vibe of me. And then when i went to school like i definitely hid those parts of myself because i didn't you know i i wanted to make friends i wanted to fit in and i didn't think that i could be somebody like having these big emotional reactions like plus that's just like usually where we feel the safest to let our like let our true selves shine or like really like unload um, our emotions. like we usually unload that in the places that we feel safe. So like for me at home, that's where I just was like my full self versus at school I wasn't going to do that, right. So I definitely suppressed like my fiery passionate side and I very much like just leaned into being the nice girl. I was very shy. I was quiet, I was very observant, introverted. And I was all I was always really tall, super tall and skinny, like, <laughs> like where I felt super awkward. And so I felt like I felt like I was invisible. Or the times that people did see me, they they would be like, "Oh my gosh, Alyssa, you're so tall!" Oh my gosh! And not saying it in a good way, or I didn't take it in a good way because I felt insecure about it. So basically, I just wanted to make myself small. I wanted to make myself kind of like hide in the shadows because I didn't want people to see the real me, which the real me felt like this passionate, fiery person who was just way too sensitive and way too intense. So I hid that. I hid it. I hid it. And I was a master at hiding it. And I really just kind of stayed in the shadows for most of my years in school. Like (laughs) that was what kept me feeling safe. I avoided taking risks. Like I remember this is super vulnerable, but I'll just share it. I remember when I was in volleyball, I was a volleyball player and I think I might've been in eighth grade, maybe ninth grade. I don't remember if I was in high school or not, but I got hurt at a practice one time. And I didn't like the coach. I felt uncomfortable. I didn't like playing because I didn't feel like I was good as the other players. I just felt like I didn't like it. And so I got hurt, but I really let that injury go on way longer than it needed to because it was so much more comfortable to stay on the sidelines. It was so much more comfortable to avoid, to just watch and observe rather than put myself out there, rather than be seen by people. And potentially be imperfect or mess up or have someone give me criticism that I didn't want to hear. Like I just stayed hidden and avoided and avoided and avoided. So that's really how it kind of manifested for me. And I know that for a lot of highly sensitive people, maybe you can relate to that feeling of kind of feeling invisible when you're younger, maybe into adulthood, maybe Just like all these ways that you kind of suppressed yourself, you hid yourself, you didn't allow yourself to be seen in your full power and potential. Like you probably, like I did, lost sight of the things that made you special and the things that made you unique and amazing. Because a lot of times, like when we are, when we're children and we're just like showing up as our full, vibrant self, like that can be. It, for the adults around us, sometimes that, that just feels like a lot for them. And they're like, whoa, like tone it down. <laughs> like, I can't handle your big emotions today. I can't handle you being so bossy. I can't handle you being so opinionated or, you know, I need you to do this and you're so defiant. And so a lot of times these things that are like natural characteristics of us, and and they're actually like things that make us they're like our gifts, our superpowers, but a lot of times those are the things that we get, get, get the most conditioning around. Because if you think of the, maybe the girl who is bossy, like that, like opinionated, like I know what I want and kind of energy is going to serve her greatly as an adult, as a leader, as, as somebody, you know, a CEO, whatever that looks like a, a person who knows what she wants. But again, for like the parents of that girl, maybe it's like, geez, like I, you're so bossy. You're making it difficult for me because our parents are imperfect. We all have our own stuff, right? And so unintentionally, they we can get these comments made to us and we begin to suppress these parts of us. Or let's talk about the sensitivity piece. We all have experienced this where our sensitivity is one of the most beautiful things about us it's it's an integral part of us as humans as highly sensitive humans but i bet most of us here have heard oh my gosh you're so sensitive get over it stop thinking about it why are you making this such a big deal like all this and we start to get so much conditioning around our sensitivity and start to hear oh this is a bad way to be i don't want people to know me for this i don't want people to see me for this like I don't like this. And so we begin to hide it and suppress it. And you know what happens when we hide and suppress parts of ourselves? They become shadow parts of ourselves. They become things that we do not want anybody to know about us. We want to control the way we appear to others. We want to control people's perceptions of us because it makes us feel safer. Because really our goal, whether we've realized it or not, is, is to feel accepted, is to feel like safe like feeling accepted by others feeling liked by others makes us feel safe so that's why so many of us denied our sensitivity because we gained this conditioning around it at a very young age we we really saw it as something that that disconnected us from others that made other people uncomfortable they didn't like it it was challenging to deal with so we're like okay i will hide this And we learn what parts of us are desirable. What, what are the things that people do want from us? They want, you know, it's going to look different for every, every person. But for me, that looked like, okay, I know that people like when I am, I am quiet, I I listen, I don't show my emotions too much. um, I'm caring and helpful. You know, I became such a people pleaser because I was disconnected from myself and I, didn't like who I was inside because I thought I was broken. I thought my big emotions, my sensitivity made me broken. And so I had to overcompensate for that by being super nice, never saying no, always being available for people, always bending over backwards, like always putting everyone else before myself. Because Yes, I was a nice person. Yes, I'm a kind person. Yes, I like genuinely care. But like, really, when I think about it, when I'm like honest with myself about it, like I was doing a lot of that because I was so insecure and I just wanted to be liked. And I thought that inherently I was broken and wrong for the way that I was. So I'd better bend over backwards and like make sure everyone sees why I'm a good person and why I'm somebody worth being friends with. So I just went off on a little tangent there, but it all relates, right? Because it really, it goes back to that idea that I was sharing about controlling other people's perceptions of us and the way that they view us. And so a lot of times that just can look like, okay, I'm just going to be invisible. I'm going to stay in the background. I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm going to avoid because putting myself out there is scary and uncomfortable. But one of the greatest desires we have as humans Is to feel seen. We want to feel seen for who we truly are. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel understood. I know this because one, I'm a human, and I know that the times in my life where I've felt truly seen, like you know, if somebody's gotten like they remember a random person remembers my birthday, or they remember a song that I like, or. Um, what did my husband say to me the other day where he remembered something very specific? I don't remember now, but it, it, like those times where somebody really sees you. Oh, I saw this and it made me think of you. It's like, oh, it's just the best feeling. And the only way that really hits with us is when we allow people to actually see us. Like it's going to hit you on a soul level on a in a visceral way when it's something that legitimately resonates with you. Because it is you. So we all want to feel seen and heard. The number one thing I get comment I get on my my um, Instagram is, "Oh my gosh, your page makes me feel so seen." Oh my gosh, I feel so validated. I feel like I'm not alone. I did an Instagram a poll in my Instagram stories. I don't know a few weeks ago, and I asked how you wanted to feel as a highly sensitive person. And like a third of the responses were seen, heard, understood. I want to feel seen, heard, and understood like that is such a need that we have as humans, right? But then we're highly sensitive. And so we have this conditioning around us where we don't feel like we can be our full selves. And so there is that that level of disconnect. And so a realization that I'm having is that we often just don't see ourselves. We aren't fully seeing ourselves. And I know I've talked about this a bit in previous episodes, and I'm going to keep talking about it in all different ways because it's such an important message and point to drive home with you. We are we are outsourcing our sense of self to others. And we are making other people responsible for the way that we feel about ourselves. And we are trying to control our perception of that people have of us. So they're not actually really seeing us. So there's this huge disconnect. So I'll share kind of like a tangible story that's kind of might be like, you might be like whatever, but I'm just going to share it anyway. Okay. So for me, something that's been coming up for me is with Instagram. This is so annoying, but it's a reality and <laughs> maybe some of you can relate. So in the past couple of weeks, like for whatever reason, the algorithm just is not picking up a lot of my posts. So a lot of my content is just like not being seen by as many people. And I'm like, huh, how interesting that as I'm shifting my my focus right now to really helping highly sensitive people feel seen, I'm having this very real experience of not feeling seen and and recognizing what that is bringing up for me and when i was in the energy healing session this morning i had this very like clear realization which is that the times that I'm not feeling seen, so like on Instagram, for instance, and I'll share examples so you can relate it to your own life, but on Instagram where I'm not feeling seen, I'm putting all of this effort into these posts and I feel like no one's seeing them and no one cares. One, it kind of feels like that feeling where it's as if you're invisible again, where like, there's imagine like all these people are just like walking past you on the street and you're like shouting at everyone and no one can hear you. And you're like, does anyone hear me? Does anyone see me? And it's just, people are just like walking past you as if you don't exist. Like to me, that's like one of the worst feelings ever, that feeling of being ignored. So that's one piece of the pie for me where it's like, that's the energy of like putting yourself out there and feeling like no one sees it. Like, what like it's it's jarring it's very triggering the other realization i had was i will have these moments of almost feeling like i'm a kid having a tantrum like where i'm so frustrated oh my gosh i've put so much work into this and no one cares no one's seeing my posts no one is liking it oh my gosh screw everyone like i don't even care like that's like the vibe and it hit me that that is my inner child that is the inner Alyssa who didn't feel seen, who didn't feel like she could be herself. And now she's being herself. And once again, it feels like no one actually sees her or it's not okay or it's not acceptable. And so she's having a tantrum and she's like, screw this, I don't wanna do any of this anymore. Stomping her feet, like all the things. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the feeling. So it's like, if you're a content creator, you know, it's like you share a a reel or a post and you're like, this is so good. And then no one likes it you know, that feeling where it feels like you're like pouting and you're like, this sucks. (laughs) So I realized that's the inner child. That's the inner child. And so it all, it all really connects. So here's some examples. I'm just going to think off the top of my head as to how that could relate in your life. Like highly sensitive people will tell me, oh my gosh, I feel like I do everything for everyone else. And no one even cares. No one, no one cares as much as I do. No one is like, what is the word I'm trying to think of? They're not complimenting me. They're not uh, noticing it, but validating it. I'll think of the word later. <laughs> they're not acknowledging it. That's what it is. So it's like, maybe it's like you're making dinner for your family every night and you feel like they're ungrateful and and you feel like, wow, why do I even try? Or maybe you have a friend and you're always the person who reaches out first and you always are texting first and initiating plans and you have that same frustrated feeling. Why do I even try? No one cares as much as I do. This is like pointless. Like I'm so over this. It's so frustrating. So it's really that like inner child vibe where it's like, it's that frustration. It's that, it's that pain that we have felt and held on to for so many years of of not feeling truly seen. It shows up as adults right? And so then maybe we do more to try to try to finally feel seen. So for me, that could look like and has looked like, okay, I need to post more and then obsessing over what I post and overthinking it. Oh, maybe this will be the thing that will get people to see me. Or maybe this will be the thing, which then takes me out of my own creative process. It doesn't feel good because I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Or maybe for the person who is cooking every meal and just feels like no one cares. Um, You know, maybe that's feeling like instead of sharing that you're upset, just like crossing your arms and, and being very resentful and clanging pots around and feeling even more disconnected and alienated from your family because they don't see you and you're feeling super mad. Or same thing with your friend where you're just feeling resentful of them and you're feeling like, okay, screw it. Like, and maybe you just don't text them. Maybe you're like, I'm just not going to text them. I'm just going to see if they reach out and they don't. And then you, you stew and re- feel resentful and feel resentful. So the realization like that goes along with all of this is that we have to step out of that childlike reaction because we are now adults and we can now approach this in a different way. So it's understandable that our inner child is hurting. It's frustrated. Those times that we don't feel seen when we feel like no one understands us and no one appreciates us. Um, you know, we can't be our full sensitive selves because other people don't like it. I feel like that pain, that anger, that rage, that, that that whole thing is coming from your wounded inner inner child who never got to be seen and accepted for who they are, and is still upset about it, and is still seeking ways to feel accepted and loved by other people. And I wonder if we could just have some more compassion for that inner child within us who desperately is doing this just to be loved and accepted, right? So it's like I think of myself with with sharing and being seen. It's like. The times that I feel upset because I don't feel seen, it's actually an opportunity to be gentle with myself and remove myself from that reaction. So it's like when I have that moment of being like, oh my gosh, no one cares. What if I could just see myself and nurture that version of me, that inner child version of me? So that could look like, oh my gosh, Alyssa... I can tell you're having such a hard time with this. I know it hurts when you feel like you're trying so hard and no one sees you, but I see you. And I think you're doing an amazing job. And I think you are a beautiful person with a caring soul, you know? So it's like, how can you see yourself and see that inner child that so desperately wants to be seen, right? So think about like some other things that could be coming up in your life that maybe maybe this will resonate with you is like, maybe in your relationship you don't feel like you can be your full self maybe you feel like you have to hold back a little bit maybe your partner is like more logical and they don't really they don't really understand your big emotions and it it can cause kind of like a rift i don't know if that's the right word but like a gap in between you two and you know there's like frustration and sadness around that for you what if you could See yourself and, and instead of not make yourself wrong for it, not be like, "Oh my gosh, maybe I'm asking for too much, or, oh my gosh, maybe I am, you know, too needy. What if you could see yourself as the child within you who just wanted to feel seen, loved, and accepted? And what if you could give that to yourself? And of course, we can have the conversation with our loved ones, with our partners and say, hey, this is this is what I need in our relationship. This is something that, you know i'd like to have a conversation about and i can i can totally do a podcast about this in the future and this is something that i actually cover in my my sensitive and soulful self worth course by the way there's a whole relationships module where i literally share with you how to have these types of conversations in your relationships because it is really important to be able to express yourself and advocate for yourself and i would say that a huge part of letting ourselves actually be seen for who we are, like part of that does come from us sharing openly and honestly. But I believe that it all really starts with us really seeing and accepting ourselves first. And and that's where I find that viewing that inner child, that wounded inner child, or maybe it's the teenager, you know, whatever time in your life where you've really felt painfully not seen, when you started to really suppress your nature, like how can you see that version of you as the one having the reaction, and how can you be so loving and gentle? So that's a huge part of it. The other thing that really came to me was it is, it, it's all related, but it's really like I can see myself often being the girl having the tantrum, being frustrated, being mad, blaming others, feeling victimized. But I'm an adult, I'm a 30 year old woman time for me to take ownership. I can choose how I react. I can choose how I move through the world. I choose to see myself. I choose to get to know myself. I think I'm pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> like, and I've gotten to that place because I'm, I'm doing this work. I'm taking the time to do these energy healings and this journaling. And I'm not feeling guilty about taking this time because it's allowing me to get to know myself better. And it all just has such an impact making time for yourself, making yourself a priority, getting to know yourself, learning to really see yourself and understand the ways that you have not seen yourself, the ways that you have denied parts of yourself, it's huge. And I know that a lot of us have outsourced our our well-being, our happiness to others. How often are we feeling so invisible and alone because we're really not seeing ourselves. So that's what I want to leave you with today. More to come on this topic. This is just something that really was top of mind for me that I wanted to share with you because it was such a powerful insight for me to realize Like those reactions that I'm having, those times when I'm like feeling so upset and so mad, it's that inner child who didn't feel seen. And that feeling of not being seen is so valid. But now how can I see myself? Because Lord knows I do not want to outsource my happiness to everyone else. Like, if Instagram shuts down tomorrow, I'm going to be fine because I don't need the people on the internet, even though I have the most amazing, beautiful community that I'm so grateful for. But I want to be able to see and validate myself with or without that. We're more than that, right? You're more than just what other people, my other people's perceptions of you. Like, we have to see ourselves in all of our glory and all of our magic. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, as always, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Share in your stories, tag me. I always love to hear from you. And until next time, have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.